Welcome, truth seekers all across the fruited plain. I'm your host, Kim S. Anderson, bringing you Civics Made Simple. Hashtag we are exceptional. These are bite-sized civics lessons designed for you to take and share wherever you go. These are important times. Times that American citizens like you and me need to know how our rights came to be and the responsibilities that go along with them. Hey guys, this is Kim here. You are getting ready to hear a really quick but thorough lesson on limits in government. And as always, if you're following along, we're using the Alpha Omega Civics Lesson as our guideline for our courses. And so um, once again, you will hear me. I'm super excited. In this previously recorded lesson on limits in government, you're going to love it. I'll talk to you soon. Let's get started on limits in government. Um, in 1887, Lord Acton said, power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. A government with no limitations on its power will generally become authoritarian system or a totalitarian, can I say that? I can say it, Total totalitarian state. Governments with powers limited by a set of rules mutually agreed upon by both leaders and citizens will respect the rights and freedoms of its citizens while still striving to meet the common good of all. And isn't that what we want? So let's just keep going. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm videoing here for you. Let's just keep going. Um, a limited government is one that provides some means for both protecting the individual rights of its citizens and for promoting the common good of its people. Now, I should have water. I should know better by now, right, to try to do these videos without water. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So my mouth's getting dry. But I'm still going. I'm still going. Governments that are controlled by legal limits on their powers expressed in a constitution are known as, drumroll please, constitutional governments. That basically means that they follow a rule of law. They don't make it up as they go. They don't change their mind mid-course and say, you know what? We don't want to do that anymore, so that's out. No, a constitutional government basically states that we are going to follow a set of rules, a set of laws, and we're going to adhere to them even in times when we don't like them. That's a very important point, and it, and it promotes a level of maturity in relation to the law. So... As we go on in our civics lessons, we will do some further study on, on, on these concepts that I'm going to mention now. Checks and balances, separation of powers, popular sovereignty, and republicanism. And I don't mean the party, I mean the concept and the idea. And we'll, we'll examine that more thoroughly once we actually start to study the Constitution, okay? So just hang in there with us. We're going to, get, we're going to cover some amazing ground in the days and the weeks to come, okay? Um, and I want to talk uh, briefly about the rule of law, understanding that it sets a foundation. And what it basically means is that no one 
is above the law and no one should be above the law that the law the law applies equally to all those that are our representatives and the regular or or now I'm gonna call us ordinary because we really are kind of extraordinary but but the but the citizens the governed don't get to have any special authority over those that they govern because the power and the authority to govern was given by the citizens. And guess what? The citizens can take it away anytime they want. That's called an election in this country. It might be called a coup or a revolution in another country. But in the United States, it's called an election. So I'm turning the page. I love that I'm standing up and doing this. It just doesn't matter. We don't, we just want to get this information out. And it doesn't matter whatever, you know, if I'm standing, if I'm on the beach, if I'm, you know, on, by the pool, if I get an unction to do a video, guess what? I'm just going to do a video is I believe back live. Okay. I guess I better hurry. Hmm. So limitations on government, the power and authority of government must be effectively restrained to prevent the violation of these unique and special rights and the liberties and those freedoms are the freedom of religion, speech, and the press and assembly. These are ours, our, our political freedoms. And every individual has the right to enter into their own business, to own, and, and to own property, to establish contracts, um, and travel as we so, to, blah, and travel as we see fit. So therefore, what should our government do? Our government should should not infringe upon those pre-established rights and laws. That's what we want. We want them to sort of just get out of our way, make the parameters and, and just let us be. So let me just read this one thing. The framers of the Constitution, of the American Constitution, were determined that the powers of the central government would be sufficiently limited, limited to prevent an abuse of authority in the lives of the colonists. Exercising their knowledge of history keeps doing funny things. I better hurry up. Okay. Exercising their knowledge of history, they studied the principles. They laid the foundation for a constitutional republic in the United States. So I don't want to hear any more talk about that the United States is a democracy. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. So let's just be clear about that. Now, the last thing I want to share with you, I told you, and really I'm almost done. This was a really quick lesson this time, is the, the examples of limited government would include in, in fairly recent history. And guys, do you realize that this time in history for, for governments and freedom is the best it's ever been? Sometimes because we're in this moment of history, we forget that right now what we're experiencing is the best it's ever been. And so we should be excited about that, that we get to live in such a time as this. But examples would be, of course, the United States, Great Britain, modern day Japan, and Israel. These are countries that operate under the rule of law. Now you have the other end of the spectrum where there's unlimited government. And that means that the government has complete control over its citizenry. Um, examples of that would be Nazi Germany, Imperial Japan, Spain under the reign of Franco, and Iraq under Saddam Hussein and Iran. When leadership has no restraints on its power, the citizens, the citizens enjoy no rights, except those that are granted by the ruler. And who wants to live like that? They have no say in their own welfare or their well-being, 
and they are simply slaves of the state and subject to the whims of those in authority. That is why the rule of law and the rule of law being adhered to is so very important. And so um, I think I want to end it there. There's just a few other um, paragraphs, but basically what the lesson is saying and how it wraps up is understanding that the reason we wanted to have this sort of representation and the reason that the Constitution was created as it was, they give the example of the, the, the Electoral College and why a, a straight democracy was not going to work in, in the United States. And we talked about that in the last lesson and how a limited government provides protection for the people, for those governed, and it gives a rule of law for those doing the governing. So I'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a great one. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Civics Made Simple. This is your host, Kim S. Anderson, inviting you to visit our site, kimsanderson.me.me, for the latest and most up-to-date information on our podcast and our store. Follow us at hashtag WeAreExceptional on Instagram and Twitter. God bless, and we'll see you next time.